god apala as a debater lovely <laughs> this segment is a topic on which i can record an entire podcast or different to new podcast but to be very honest i can record entire podcasts on the subtopics of these episodes as well but then to be fair i haven't really restricted myself as you can see in according to lens and i did not have an upper limit as you can see on the episodes so well here we go abala as a debater is something that i have been appreciating for the past right from 7th september 2019 to 22nd september 2020 and i'm using this date because that's the date that i will be sending this to you right but i'm quite sure that i will this appreciation will keep on continuing infinitely of course the amount of this appreciation and the aspects of this appreciation have been improving a lot from september last year to september this year and the graph has always had a positive slope it's always been going upwards so the value of tan theta here has always been greater than 0 it's never come down to lesser than 0 therefore your graph has never looked downwards and as i keep saying that's the most important thing in a debating career right but yes i will try not to make this as another debating lesson <laughs> because you can now take my debating lessons at this point much better than what i told you back then because you have applied all of that on you <laughs> and you can repackage and provide it back to me in a much better form right <laughs> so but yes coming back to your appreciation as a debater Apala Mandal is a matter-based debater, and as I've explained to you multiple times, different kinds of debaters. And the beauty of matter-based debaters is the fact that you wouldn't get bored listening to them. The other kinds of debaters become repetitive. Matter-based debaters don't. Apala Mandal doesn't get repetitive. Apala Mandal has a new interesting insight a new perspective to provide on every motion that she debates in or even thinks of or adjudicates but the second level of you being a matter based debater is the fact that at all points in time you ensure that there the huge amounts of matter that you throw 
at a person sitting in the debate room, be it on the other side or be it edging or spectating, it's accessible to the person. So sure, there are some great matter-based debaters in the circuit as well. But what sets you apart is the fact that your matter-based debating isn't apparent. While listening to the speech, there might be instances where you think, ha, okay, sure, she's saying such basic stuff. This might happen. But once you look back at your sheets, you will realize, no, this wasn't basic stuff. She actually explained such great concepts in such a simple language that it seemed like it is basic stuff. That is the most beautiful quality that you can have. And this is something which helps you so much outside debating as well. Once you have that, which you do, it can be utilized in so many spheres because academic jargon and stuff which is just in understood by one echo chamber of people can only be helpful to a certain extent, right? But the quality which you have will be helpful literally every single place and literally every single time. Thereby, making you a better personality, giving you a better personality as a whole and not just a good debater. And on the idea of matter, you have immense, immense amount of matter, but still you have a thirst for matter at all times. I've sent you so many articles and so many different resources, but you're always so eager to receive more. You read Yash's articles with such excitement. You're genuinely intrigued by at any point in time if you get an, a way to read up on more articles or read up on papers. You keep on enriching your storehouse of knowledge so much. That storehouse of knowledge is so evident in your speeches and in the way that you think in general as well is what adds so much value to you as a debater. I've said this before, I will say this again. I will keep using this as the most brief description of Abala as a debater that her speeches are like conversations. If someone asks me describe Apala's debating because you've so closely been associated with it in one line, you know that my line would be that Apala's speeches are like conversations. That's what I wrote in your first core write-up ever. That's what I will be using forever. This is something which will be constant. Because the way I view debating is that I always give the most amount of priority to the accessibility of your speeches, right? And as you've seen that, seen me prioritizing that the most and thereby implementing that in my speeches and trying to get my teammates to implement that as well. And also, this was the reason why I was focusing on this right from the initial voice notes which I kept sending you about how oh, you need to break down everything that you're saying, why, how, so. And you did all of it so excellently. Conversations. A speech being a conversation is 
the best compliment it's such a simple thing to say but it's so impactful no matlab the caveat here is of course that the <laughs> adjudicator or the person facing you needs to be fast enough to write down everything that you're saying because your speed is a lot right <laughs> in akshay's words rail gadi so that might be a true but reductive understanding of your speeches i will still go with the word conversations or if i wanted to be more nuanced a speed and up conversation or a conversation that you're playing on 1.5x or 2x but the beauty still remains the fact that you break down everything so simply be it from an academic jargon related text that you read or the source of it might be a random article that you read anywhere your power to bring both of them to the same pedestal and therefore present it to a person listening to you in that extremely extremely simple language and in a way that you're having a conversation with the person sitting in front of you is the most brilliant aspect of your speeches because that ends up covering so many more qualities and qualities which inherently wouldn't have had that much of a value let's say your speech is being extremely matter heavy but what's the point of that if it isn't accessible enough if it's only understood by the adjudicators who also read the same papers as you there is absolutely no point of that right but you do ensure that there is a point this style of speaking is something which appeals to the adjudicator and thereby interests the adjudicator for longer periods of time as well next apala mandal's reply speeches are brilliant and i know i mentioned this a lot but that's because your reply speeches deserve so much amount of appreciation you're a self confessed reply fan your favorite role is reply and that's quite evident in the reply speeches that you give as well let's talk about three characteristics and unique characteristics of your reply speeches first the fact that your reply speeches aren't just another condensed whip speech now why do i say this because in general in the circuit what ends up happening is that sure a lot of people end up getting good uh, speaks for their replies as well but a lot of the times what ends up happening is that this person has just given a condensed whip speech because the person sure might have been going whip at some tournaments as well so what they essentially end up doing is that whatever they would have said if they'd gotten the chance to go whip in this round they just condense it from 7 minute to 20 seconds to a 4 minute 20 second speech and they go out there and deliver it well 
thereby a lot of people calling it a good reply speech as well but was it really was it really a good reply speech no if you notice the nuance in it that's not a reply speech a great speech in general but not one that was actually required according to rules of parliamentary debating you on the other hand at all points in time ensure that the reply speech that you give is absolutely bang on it's so different so so different from a normal whip speech and a conventional whip speech which is given by people it does everything that a reply speech is meant to do it can list out the method problems it can list out the matter problems it can list out the problems in the way that they presented their arguments it can be sassy as well and the good kind of sass thankfully because and this is what you've been maintaining right from the very start that you're never ever unfair or rude in a debate room right and that's something which i respect a lot because you know it and i would have never been able to respect you as a debater if you were snobbish towards the other side which you are absolutely not so if there is a need to be sassy in your reply speech you can do that as well but without crossing the line and again another absolutely great restraint quality in you your reply literally condenses whatever happened in the debate properly into those 4 minute 20 seconds wonderfully second characteristic you give the edges stuff to write most of the edges stop writing once the whip speeches get over but they're forced to start writing again or at least look back at this sheets whenever you're giving a reply speech and this is quite evident because the kind of reply the convincing reply speeches that you give you're like higher is say to bolrea so if the edge had decided that the person would be giving the debate to the other side they're literally forced to rethink their decision and this is extremely extremely impactful right your agile your speeches the it's just a 4 minute speech but you leave so much amount of impact on the person who is edging you that for sure the person if the person is already giving you the debate the person decision gets concretized yeah yeah for sure we're giving you the debate now but secondly if the person has second thoughts or is on the fence they are on your side so people keep calling a lot of reply speeches swinging reply speeches that this swung the verdict in your favor your every reply speech is a swinging reply <laughs> you put in so much amount of matter because of the immense speed in which you're able to speak and this speed again gets increased in your replies which is because you know you just have 4 minutes so you end up covering so much you cover everything which happened in the debate so brilliantly and you put it in such a great way that the edges properly listen to every word of your reply and know that these are the questions that i will have to ask myself or the team will ask me if i don't give them this debate third the other team is shit scared of your reply speeches <laughs> and this is quite evident by the chats that we read after debates get over right maximum times they just try to dismiss your entire reply speech as being a dump because that's the easiest way to go about it right but at the back of their mind they know that this isn't a dump except in some exceptional circumstances wherein you deliberately do this 
because things were left out by your later on speakers but leaving those exceptional circumstances aside sure you might frame things differently certain ways as well but at all points in time your reply speech is connected to whatever you said in the first speech right and the way that you present it out there to an edge who looking from it from an objective point of view it will have an impact a good impact but to the team which is on the other side your listening to your reply speech is so frustrating i guess because they see bro bhai ab to hum haar rahe hain now we're losing if the person is extremely extremely confident some amount of confidence gets shattered by your reply speech or if the person thought that there's a chance that we might lose this your reply speech concretizes the fact that bhai ye debate to gaya therefore they always try to take up the easy way out and say that if the edge buys any of this then we are marking this edge down because see he or she bought reply dump abala did reply dump because that's the easy way out right rather than understanding the nuances and how whatever she is saying right now is smartly linked to whatever they have been arguing from their side and if you noticed the nuances which were brought out in her first speech itself you may be could have tried to tackle the things which apala said in her beautiful brilliant reply speech but sadly you didn't as a result of which your reply speeches are marked so well literally every single tournament that you've debated at you've been in the top 3 reply speakers and this is again a very big achievement to a certain extent people can be consistent with getting normal speaks or in general be in top 5 of some tournaments that they go to but there has been so many instances wherein the person was there consistently good speaker ranks but wouldn't get as much in the reply because most of the times what would end up happening is that their reply speech would more or less be an, a repetition of whatever they were said so sure the edge was already impressed once by whatever they said but apala doesn't do that you always ensure that the edge is impressed by you twice not just once ek se kaise naam chalega so you always ensure ki first speech mein you give the person so much matter that they give you great speech there but irrespective even if in your mind you don't give such a good speech first speech reply mein tum compensate kar leti ho and reply mein you end up pulling so much speaks they don't contribute to anything to your individual speaker ranking but they contribute a lot to the team rankings as a result of which the position at which you break is immensely impacted by your great reply speeches as well because they and at simply can't give less marks to your reply speech less speaks to your replies because it has so much matter condensed in those 4 minutes and brilliantly does the job of a reply speech therefore they are forced to increase the mov if you're winning or in certain circumstances when you sadly don't end up winning the debate decrease the mov therefore as a whole putting your team in the upper halves of the bracket that you are and mostly on the top of the bracket a large role is played by the reply speeches as well next you're one of a kind 
I remember you telling me that you cried a lot over this line when I sent it to you after you once suffered that the circuit has not seen a first speaker like you. I will reiterate it as many times as possible that you're unprecedented. The circuit hasn't seen a first speaker like you at all. You're immensely immensely smart. and that smartness is visible in your speeches and it's so well grounded as well your speeches are one of a kind they're so different from what speeches people normally give or the monotonous things which are rep- repeated by one debater and then emulated by every other debater in the circuit it becomes boring you never do a lot of it was difficult as well but like i said when has something difficult ever stopped a parliamentarian from achieving it sure it might be difficult but with the huge amount of perseverance and determination that apala has she's made herself into such a great debater in today's state and always strives for improvement so I was able to predict your suffer win so easily because of all of this because I could see a huge amount of improvement in you and the fact that you always strived for more improvement you would never get stagnant and I was so confident I got such great vibes from suffer and I was 100% sure that you will win suffer and that's why I easily predicted much before the tournament even started that you're going to win it and also the fact that you'll kill it on speaker taps as well idea repeat to hona hai on speaker taps and along with a tournament win i've also said this multiple times that i always see a first year jatin in a first year and now a second year debater abala because at all times i would keep on working hard right sure i would work hard in a different direction that i would work a lot on the way things are presented and stuff but the inherent principle is same that you never satisfied by the kind of speeches that you're giving and you always keep evaluating yourself and keep setting higher standards for you that might also require you to use unconventional methods such as recording your own speech and when you didn't like to listen to your voice as well even then you went ahead and recorded your own speeches and heard them and of course all of this has reflected in your speaker tabs as well how you've killed it at speaker tabs and reply speaker tabs as well through and through how the people you who you used to keep idolizing so much have been left far behind by you and there is no way that there is a person that you can't tackle in a debate room next apala mandal is a very helpful debater the reason why i wrote in your courage write up and i literally invited people to text you is because i knew that you would and that you would put in your efforts to ensure that 
you're able to teach them as much as possible you were so excited about getting your own freshers and teaching them to do so well that they'll even defeat you but sadly you didn't get freshers <laughs> which is the fact that in general you're such a comforting presence in the circuit for me of course because of so many other reasons but in general for people as well people like you people genuinely appreciate you so much you got so much amount of appreciation when you see it at bvc pdc literally everyone was appreciating your emotions and in general whenever you're adjing people appreciate your edge feedbacks by means of drawing heart next to your name on ballots or in general talking to people about you and it's been such a small time that you've been in the circuit or i can give you so many small examples as well first example the way you helped yakshna when you came to edge my mock before armel you traveled so much you'd come from south campus to north campus for me of course that was so sweet but you sat down and you heard yakshna's feedback and gave her feedback on her feedback as well there is absolutely nothing that yakshna has done for you or nothing that you owe to yakshna or any way round right you'd never met her before that as well in general sure at tournaments but there was no personal bond between the two of you but you still did you were so patient in listening to her feedback and telling her ways to improve and in general you wish people luck before they go for tournaments if you care about them another example about how you spent time to give feedback to a person who hadn't debated at all in your sock but was giving a first speech and asked you to give feedback on it or in general whenever you're adjing someone and they want feedback on their speech you give them extensive feedback on that or next another example of how you spent so much time explaining and giving feedback to the kids at uh, Bangalore school PD or at your own PD bhavans how at no point in time you achieved so much but you never have any semblance of arrogance that nahi ye bachcha isko kya bataunga or if the person on the other side is extremely dumb is a shitty debater as well but even then matlab shitty in terms of not a lot experienced even then you explain to that person everything right from basics because you realize the importance of guidance as well and in general because you're a good person and another example of course you helped me so much in debating how you literally made a reading list for me before rml etc etc but that's different because that's specifically about me and this entire podcast is about that but yes you genuinely care about people you're always ready to help others in debating and therefore when you see it at the tournament as well you were see who genuinely cared about the people debating at your tournament and you're liked by people because of your nature and your great debating abilities next two more feelings about you as a debater 
first the immense amount of improvement that you've undergone uh, in self love as well and in your own words being a better debater and being a less self hatey person goes hand in hand the fact that you've been able to establish this correlation between the two of these and that you've implemented everything you worked on self love you worked on yourself as a debater and you've realized that both of them complement each other a lot as a result of which you've grown greatly in both of them the second emotion is with respect to me <laughs> and this sadly has happened so i'd be close to a person and they do well in debating but some way or the other sometimes if they're doing well at a tournament that i'm not at thodi jealousy kabhi kabhi ho jati hai ki yaar theek hai there is no rational justification for it but it just creeps in but that has never ever happened with you i am so close to you and i respect you so much as a debater and as an individual and i adore you so much that i always want you to do well that i always want you to kill it on speaker tabs on every single tab which can be there speaker tab team tab reply tab and every single you would always get all unanimous wins every single age would appreciate you personally i would always keep wishing the absolute best for you at all points in time and i would genuinely be happy about everything that you would achieve case in point you beat me at ftd speaker tabs and i was nothing but happy i was like apala hai bahut badhiya matlab aur jo mere upar the i felt bad that yaar ye tatti mere upar kaise but apala being above me on speaker tabs wasn't a big deal i had no problem to the extent that if and i've said this before as well right that if we debated in a team together and you got best speaker and i got second best speaker i would be happy with that although you disagree with this but in general even if we're in different teams or in absolutely any circumstance i will never be jealous of you <laughs> to the extent that you would literally be debating with let's say a person who i hate the most on this planet I would want to kill that person at any available instance. I would hate that person from the bottom of my heart. But if you're debating with that person, I would still wish that your team wins. <laughs> That's the level of happiness that you're doing well gives me. It doesn't matter who the fuck your teammates are. I want you to do well. And because sadly both of the results are tied to each other. It's not like I would just want ki acha yes bigger dabs pe acha kar le baaki team haar jaye because my hatred for the other person would never be big enough to topple the amount of love that I have for you therefore I would want both of them apala kills it on speaker tabs the other person is last on speaker tabs wo chalega but apala kills it on speaker tabs and the team wins last what better way to end this episode of the apalamandal podcast than reading out the coraj write up what i wrote for you because it very succinctly captures what apalamandal is as a debater 
here we go introducing our next core adjudicator apala mandal from lady shiram college for women in the words of chatanja ex hindu college tapsok apala's first speeches are like conversations extremely easy to comprehend breaking down difficult concepts a rarity in a circuit obsessed with complex fancy language from judging all the way till finals at her first adjunct tournament to beating her inspirations on speaker tabs she's done a lot her fierce reply speeches capture the essence of the debate magnificently leaving her opponents with no hopes and also earning her a place in top 3 reply speakers of every tournament BBC BDC being a school's BDC is fortunate to have Apala on its core panel because she understands the importance of guidance in the initial few stages of debating the multiple motion ideas which she has every week are always grounded in reality and aren't just debates for the sake of it the innumerable articles read daily and frequent mocks will ensure her every motion is balanced has depth and is well accessible irrespective of experience her brilliant edge feedbacks have consistently impressed both novice and dino debaters alike and here she'll ensure that both teams in the debate walk out close the window because online lol of the debate satisfied with nuanced feedback additional perspective towards the motion and side hit her up post around and you'll witness her hype you up and provide insights into your speech and possible case lines additionally for animated conversations with her just mention the golden word marks following our apala's pdc credentials i will open the updated list of credentials and read them out till now as of 20th 22nd september 2020 apala mandal core judicator bhavan vidyalaya chandigarh pdc 2020 adjudication credentials best edge and finals chair lloyd apd 2020 fourth best edge and finals panel LFPD SSE Pune 2020 Finals Panel and Breaking Edge Premchand Hindu College 2019 Semi-Finals Panel and Breaking Edge DDUC APD 2020 Invited Edge and Finals Panel Bengaluru Schools PD 2020 Debating Credentials Winner and Second Best Speaker Safar APD Ashoka 2020 Winner Gambit APD SRCC 2019 Finalist and 7th best speaker STC PD 2020 Finalist Novice category Tech APD Chandigarh 2019 Semi-finalist and 4th best speaker IIT Delhi APD 2020 Quarter finalist and 2nd best speaker India Debate Open APD 2020 Quarter Finalist Rahat APD 2020 and many many more to come
Sure, it's a regret to both of us that we weren't able to debate together in a team. But let's believe in the false binary that you've created because you think my false binaries are sexy. And be happy with this current situation that we've gotten to know each other so well. I will always be happy at the achievements that you amassed. And that's a small part of it. The larger part of it is the kind of debater that you've become. I'll always try to keep wearing my sock stuff for my favorite debater's outrounds. Yes, lastly, the best part about your debating progression has been you yourself changing your stance from saying that Joby Aiga Beklinge to Joby Aiga Pelinge. As is also evident in the picture that I've chosen for this episode of the Apalamandal podcast. <laughs>